You're listening to episode 240 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a human connection coach, speaker, and mental health advocate with an insatiable sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using the power of stories to teach, learn, and grow. It's about allowing for room to grow, and this podcast focuses on three main pillars, human connection, personal growth, and freedom. We cover topics like relationships and cultivating genuine supportive connections with ourselves and others, speaking your truth, shattering personal barriers, radical self-acceptance, and courageously leaning into your skill sets. Whether it's a solo episode or bringing on highly curated guests with incredible stories, experiences, and expertise to share, we're leaning in and taking the entire idea of growth to the next level, all while still covering the uncomfortable topics that many of us like to avoid. There's always more room to grow. Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And this is officially the very beginning of a whole new chapter of Room to Grow. So we were 240 episodes in (laughs) to the Room to Grow podcast, and I have decided to do a big rebrand. And we're going to be talking about this more today. I'm going to give you a little bit uh, more about who I am and my background if you are brand new to the podcast and some of the reasons as to what we are shifting and why we are shifting moving forwards. So I'm so excited to share all of this with you. And 2020 has been a big year. It's been an awakening. And this is why I'm making some big shifts, both personally and professionally uh, going forward, including offering a brand new way to work with me and really going deeper into the work that I've already been doing on this podcast for two and a half years. So I'm really, really excited to talk to you more about this. And this is officially the very beginning of season two of the podcast, what will now be known as season two of the Room to Grow podcast. So a little bit about me and my story. This, I I do find that I I share, I certainly share all kinds of snippets about myself um, in various podcast episodes. That's, that's what I do here on this podcast is really share from personal experience, but it's been a long time since I really shared, uh, in one place, uh, you know, my, my kind of overall story. So I am Canadian, <laughs> uh, born and raised in Canada. I have a degree in criminal justice and psychology. Um, I spent 11 years working in the corporate world while I was building up side hustles, first in fitness while I was teaching boot camp classes. And then I went back to school part-time while still working full-time uh, if, in my corporate job to become a holistic nutritionist. I launched my very first podcast back in November 2017 with a co-host. It is still on Apple. Uh, It's called Fit and Nourish Mind if you want to go check it out. Um, My lovely co-host Kate and I, we did uh, nearly 50 episodes together before we just saw our our businesses going in two different directions. So we decided to part ways um, and I launched this podcast, Room to Grow, in June of 2018 and it's been going strong ever since. Um, I quit my corporate job in May of 2018 to go full-time with my online nutrition business and that's when, you know, this podcast was born at the same time, all of those things. So that was it. There was a lot that happened in 2018 and when I was doing nutrition, I, I just, I started to realize that I wasn't happy with what I was doing. I felt bored by the work and everything sort of felt like a struggle because I just wasn't engaged in it. And I was really resistant to shifting away from it because I had worked so hard to get there. I went to school every Friday night for two years (laughs) to make that happen. Uh, while I was also juggling a full-time job and, and all of those things. And I did, 
love it. It it was really interesting to me, but it just didn't quite feel like the right fit. And then my life took a pretty dramatic turn. So on Christmas Eve of 2018, my entire life fell apart with a knock on the door (laughs) of my house. And I found out that my partner of nine years had been having an affair off and on for our entire time together with his previous girlfriend. And he had also been maintaining a secret house 170 meters from our driveway. There was, there was a lot (laughs) that came out, um, in a very short period of time, (laughs) this, this other entire life that I hadn't known about. And it was a devastating blow, devastating blow. Um, so you, if you want more of the full story on that, you can go back to reference episode 117, uh, where I, I go into a lot more detail about that. And that was a really pivotal moment. Uh, massively, massively pivotal moment. Uh, I ended the relationship. I sold nearly everything I owned, including the house. I packed a single suitcase and I picked up and flew to Bali, which was the farthest corner of the globe. I actually looked it up at one point that I could go from my hometown in Canada. (laughs) Um, And I ended up living in Bali for eight months until the pandemic hit in 2020. And during this time, I also changed careers to podcasting and business coaching because why the fuck not? <laughs> Changing every other aspect of my life. Uh, why not add one more massive life stressor all at the same time? And I, I did. I switched into podcasting and business coaching because I had seen just the incredibly powerful impact a podcast could have by sharing stories and, and by using it to teach and educate And I wanted others to be able to harness the power of podcasting for themselves. But, and I loved it. I still love it. Clearly, I love podcasting and I get so fired up and passionate about it. Anytime people ask me about podcasting, I light up because I I believe in it so, so much. But the past few months, I could feel myself sinking a little bit. And it became progressively more and more apparent to me that I just felt as though I had lost my way. I, I felt directionless. You know, I, I, I have, you know, I have podcasting courses that I offer and all these things and, and, and it does still light me up, but I was struggling. I wasn't quite as consistent with my own podcast. I've always been religiously consistent with this podcast and there were, you know, weeks here and there where I just felt like I couldn't bring myself to have anything to talk about. I, I was, I was struggling. I was definitely struggling a lot and I wanted to do more but I didn't know how, and it felt like I wasn't showing up in the big way that I knew I was capable of. It just felt like I was playing small, like I wasn't leaning into my bigger purpose in life. And it was one of many reasons why I felt like my mental health was just taking a huge dip. I I was having a really tough time and I felt like I was deteriorating in a lot of ways. And one thing that I have really learned the last several years is that sometimes it takes, and maybe this is just me, I don't know, but (laughs) maybe you can relate. Sometimes it takes several close friends and a really great coach to point out the obvious. And I, I needed that to figure out how to play to my strengths. And more and more and more people started pointing out to me what my biggest strength was, which is connection, human connection, cultivating 
you know, relationships with people. I, I'm, I'm that person. And, and I say this as an introvert, by the way. So this is maybe a little bit weird. Maybe other introverts can't relate to me on this, but I, even though I'm an introvert, I'm incredibly social as an introvert. And to me, introverting means that sometimes I just don't feel like peopling, <laughs> you know, that's, that's standard, I think for most people anyway. But, um, I, I, you know, if I do a, a huge amount of social time, I need to recharge my battery with a lot of alone time as well. So I have to balance it out, but I am extremely outgoing and very, very social. And I love connecting with people. I love learning people's stories and getting to know them better. And I love connecting other people that would not have crossed paths otherwise. Like that's, that's one of my greatest joys. And this is where a lot of the shifts that I'm going to be talking about today started to happen. And I have started to really lean into this entire idea of room to grow, not just as the podcast, but room to grow as the brand. And I have actually created an entire mastermind now around room to grow, the room to grow mastermind. And it just feels like everything has come into full alignment because of that. And this is why I'm shifting things with the Room to Grow podcast a little bit moving forward as well to start to really dial in on my biggest strengths to be able to teach those and share that with as many people as possible to have a greater impact. And what really triggered this was a really incredible uh, dear, dear friend of mine, Sarah Swain, who is also my business coach. And she, she could see that I was thinking in the last couple months. And she, she did this VIP session with me and it was intense. Uh, she, one of the reasons why she's a really dear friend of mine is also because we're, we're both Enneagram type eights. Um, we're both very blunt, honest humans. <laughs> we don't fuck around. We, we tell it like it is, uh, with all kinds of, of compassion as well, but we're very direct. And I always really appreciate those qualities in, in another human being. And I think that's why Sarah and I get along so well. And when she and I did this VIP day, she said to me beforehand, you know, I'm really going to be calling you out on some serious bullshit here. Like, are you prepared for this? Like, absolutely. Like, this is one of the things that I love about surrounding myself with people who won't tolerate any bullshit from me is that they'll call it out. And then I learn and grow from that because I am open to learning and growing from that. So Sarah did this session with me and I'll reference the, um, I actually posted a, a clip from our zoom session on uh, Instagram to give you an idea as to how it went down. Because when she unveiled, we, we worked through a lot of personal shit first and my, my personal bullshit that has been holding me back from stepping into this bigger role that I, I needed to create for myself. And once we kind of worked through that, she then unveiled this, this plan that she had created for me. And <laughs> I said, I think my lady parts just tingled. <laughs> and she said, you know what that's called? Alignment. <laughs> so I'll reference the video because yes, that is an actual video that I posted on Instagram and you can go and check that out. Um, Sarah has also been on this podcast before as well on two different episodes, episode 82, all about uh, how to use collaboration to jumpstart growth and episode 154 about how two nobodies from Canada created chart topping podcasts. <laughs> so you can go and check her out over there. You can also sign up for her VIP sessions, which I cannot recommend enough. Yes, I am an affiliate, but it doesn't matter if I was or I wasn't. I would sing 
the praises of both Sarah and her VIP sessions from the rooftops. Um, so I highly, highly recommend going to check Sarah out. She is an absolute strategic genius and she is a, an absolutely integral part of these shifts that are happening with the business going forward. Um, and there's, there's a few different parts to this rebrand that I'm, I'm going to get into more, but one thing that I want to kind of explain, you know, it, it might seem weird as to why I've sort of resisted, uh, leaning into my biggest strengths in a lot of ways. And there's, there's a few reasons for this. One of them, I mean, let's, let's first talk about what is changing going forward. The, the entire Room to Grow brand moving forward is going to be built on three pillars, human connection, personal growth, and freedom. And in terms of human connection, we're going to be talking about relationships, like with the relationship you have with yourself, with others, at platonic and romantic, cultivating stronger, deeper connections in a time where we have collectively never been more lonely and isolated. Love, grief, joy, trust, infidelity, compassion, and the complications and nuances and, and gray areas that come with every single relationship we have in our lives. Which leads into the second pillar, which is personal growth, all around shattering personal barriers, forgiveness, boundaries, communication, self-awareness, learning to listen to and trust your intuition, looking fear in the face, uh, how to handle the tough lessons that life throws our way when we least expect it and how to take those lessons and actually learn from them and grow from them. And freedom, which is the third pillar about to the freedom to speak your truth, the freedom to live life on your terms and by your own rules, whatever that looks like for you, to be completely honest with yourself and with others and, and to have such radical self-acceptance that you can show up in the world free to be exactly who you are and to be okay with people not wanting part of that, as well as all the people that you will call in and attract because you are showing up as the truest version of yourself. So these are the, the three main things that the entire Room to Grow podcast and brand are going to be built upon moving forward. And a lot of these things are things that I have already talked about a, a lot on this podcast, but we're going to be really dialing in and I've got some really major content coming your way about all of this. I have a lot to say. <laughs> it feels like I've had things bubbling up in me that I haven't really talked super openly about for a long time because I was resisting leaning into this work and I have resisted leaning into this work more deeply. This will be getting its own episode, but to give you the, the sort of shortened version, one of the biggest reasons, <laughs> this sounds ridiculous, <laughs> why I have prevented myself and blocked myself from leaning into this more, even though I knew that this was the kind of stuff that I was the most passionate about and that I got the most excited about all the time. This is the stuff that I absolutely live for. I have been so resistant to being referred to as a life coach <laughs> that it has prevented me <laughs> from leaning into this work. And to be clear, I moving forward, I'm still not going to refer to myself as a life coach, but I have acknowledged and accepted that some other people might, and that's fine because I can't control what other people call me or refer to me as. Uh, in, in a variety of ways, people can call me, I have been called many worse things than a life coach, I can assure you. <laughs> and the only reason 
for anyone who's listening to this, who, who is a life coach or who has worked with a life coach, I have nothing against anyone else calling themselves a life coach. I just personally did not want to call myself a life coach because for some reason to me, it has always just felt a little bit pretentious. Like I know how you should be running your life better than you do. That's, that's just sort of the connotation that I've had in my head. And yet I have friends who are life coaches who are incredible people and who not, they are not pretentious at all. <laughs> that's not how they approach it. But for some reason, when it came to me personally doing it, it felt, it just felt like I was trying to be something that I wasn't. And all because I was so resistant to a particular term, which is a little bit crazy. Like it's just, it doesn't really <laughs> make a lot of sense when I really break it down and think about that. But it's, it, it, I was also really worried that I would take on too much of other people's emotions because I'm also very empathic. And I hadn't really given myself enough credit for how much work I've done in that area to be able to separate myself from other people's emotions as well. And to not take that on the way I used to before I even recognized that I was an empath. It, it wasn't until a couple of years ago that I really sort of recognized that about myself. I didn't really understand why or, or how I would always end up feeling a certain way based on how the people around me were feeling and how they were experiencing the world. And I would take that on. So once I started to cultivate a lot more self-awareness, it became much easier for me to be able to separate myself from the emotions that others are experiencing. So that was a big part of this as well. I also just honestly didn't truly understand just how passionate I am about connection, human connection. And it wasn't until I was living in Bali that people really began to point out to me how I was a natural connector, that that is my natural gift. And when I started to kind of, and, and, and that sort of played out in a variety of different ways. One was that I developed a community in Bali, a very tight knit, strong community so quickly that it actually really caught me off guard. When I landed in Bali, I didn't know a single person. And within a couple of weeks, I had developed this incredible community of humans that just kept growing and expanding. And then I ended up in, in a variety of different friend groups and then connecting people that never would have crossed paths otherwise. And when people started really pointing this out to me that it seemed to be sort of a natural gift, I realized I've actually been that way since I was a teenager, but I didn't even really notice my own abilities. I was sort of oblivious to it. And I just sort of thought that everybody did that. <laughs> and when I, when I was in high school, I, I felt like I didn't fit in anywhere. I, I floated around from group to group and, you know, I kind of got along with, with most people, but I, I never really felt like I truly belonged anywhere. And yet, you know, how high school is like all the, all the divisions and, and cliques and whatever it, I often would end up being the bridge that would bring people from one group and another group together that again, would not typically cross paths or, um, you know, meet socially otherwise. And then these, these really beautiful friendships would form and it was really cool to see, but I just, I wasn't really aware of the fact that I was in sort of a, an integral part in, in just, you know, not in creating the relationship, but just in connecting and, and I would create the connection and then they would do the work, but it, I just never really noticed that about myself. And again, I just sort of thought everybody did that. <laughs> and it wasn't until people started pointing out to me that 
I seem to do it a lot and that I seem to have a natural gift for it, I was like, wow, I've actually been sort of just naturally doing this for a lot longer than I realized. And I also resisted leaning into this work because I wasn't sure I was truly qualified. And yet I've always taught my students and clients, you don't need to wait until somebody writes the permission slip for you. In fact, you should not wait because no one is ever going to write the permission slip for you. You have to lean in. You have to, people can write you the permission slips. And unless you decide that you are capable of doing whatever it is you're setting your mind to, it won't matter what permission anybody gives you because you still won't lean into the work. So you are the one who has to make the choice to do the thing, whatever that thing is. And here's the thing in terms of what I realized qualifies me to do this type of work. I have been through hell and back as part of the shared human experience. We, we all have. We all go through pain. We all go through suffering. And uh, I, I have endured a, a fair amount of trauma in my life. Um, as all of us have, all of us have experienced trauma. I have years of coaching experience and even more years of lived experience, especially when it comes to human relations. I have questioned myself. I, I still do. <laughs> I've fallen on my face, literally and figuratively. I'm pretty clumsy. <laughs> I've gotten back up again. I've had to face my deepest fears and deal with situations arise that I, I could not have dreamt up in my worst nightmares. I've had to make hard decisions in life and made what some would consider to be highly unconventional choices that have led me down a somewhat unusual path. And that's part of that freedom aspect. Uh, one of the, the pillars here is that I have that that's so important to me and I have made rather unconventional choices in order to create the type of freedom that I feel so strongly about in my own life, my own definition of freedom. And it also has to be acknowledged here that I've also been incredibly privileged in many, many ways, particularly when it comes to having a solid support system to help me on my journey. But Room to Grow, the brand, is the culmination of lessons pulled from personal experiences, learning a deeper understanding of what I've been taught from amazing mentors and teachers, a rather eclectic uh, work and educational history, and fully leaning into my unique skill set and helping you to develop your own. Because you already have everything you need within you, but you just might need some help drawing it out, as I know I certainly have. I have absolutely needed help drawing those, those gifts and that skill set out of me. And most of all, I'm a human, just like you. I'm a human. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm still evolving because that's what life is all about. That's why there is always more room to grow and we're going to be growing together throughout this experience and I couldn't be more excited about it. What you can expect going forward when you stick around for what's to come, more depth, more fire and passion, more curated content that is really specific to these three pillars. I'm also, I will be using, you know, things like entrepreneurship as an example in all kinds of stories that I share, often because it's, it's where I draw so many of my personal experiences from, but I won't be talking business strategy much at all. I have incredible people in my circle that I can send you to for that, but the, the business strategy episodes that I was doing before, that's not really going to be continuing moving forward just more in the, the human connection aspect and, and, and the personal growth aspect instead. Ultimately, this podcast, Room to Grow, has always been a reflection of my greatest passions. 
but I was building it up somewhat alongside my business as opposed to directly around it because it was here on the podcast that I used, I used this podcast as an outlet to dive into everything related to mindset, mental health, relationships, all of those things, but I didn't really teach it elsewhere. And I've come to realize that that has actually been doing you a huge great, a huge disservice because it's often left me feeling sort of vaguely unsatisfied because I've always wanted to do more of this work to be able to go deeper into this realm with people because a podcast episode can only take you so far too. And coaching is my true joy because I get to watch my clients make incredible personal transformations and have those, those light bulb moments where they just, they just get it and something clicks into place and they, they just start to make different choices moving forward and can shift their entire lives, break all of these, these personal barriers that have held them back because of coaching and guidance and, and the recognition in themselves that they are capable of more. And that's why this entire rebrand is so important to me and so close to my heart. In terms of how my business is shifting, you know, there, there've been a few pivots over the years. Um, and interestingly, it's, it is my work with podcasting and podcast coaching that has truly brought out my natural ability in the realm of connection, because it's what I've always taught my students. It, it's, it's what I've always coached people around how to form better, stronger relationships, whether it's with themselves so that they can show up better in life and in business or with their, their podcast guests, with their clients, whatever that has looked like connection has always been that key element for me. I just wasn't really identifying it as the, <laughs> as the key element, as much as I wanted to, and as much as I feel pulled to moving forward. And to be honest, another reason why I was actually resistant to doing this work was also because I, I was worried that it would make me seem like a bit of a flake for not seeing things through so-called. Um, because, you know, I started in nutrition and then I moved to podcasting and business coaching. And it's like, really? Like you're going to shift again, except that this isn't actually really that much of a shift. I'm just going deeper into an aspect that has always been a core element in everything that I've done. But I was worried and, and there was definitely some concern there that I was, I was concerned that I was going to be judged. And, you know, if... <laughs> there's anything I'm leaving behind in 2020, it's <laughs> the concern of what everybody else is going to think. And I think we could all do with leaving that behind in 2020, just a little bit more. <laughs> and I, I've just come to realize with, with age, there is no time to waste. 2020 has certainly taught us that more than ever, but there is no time to waste. And I've never felt so in alignment with what I'm doing. So how to work with me moving forward? I wanted to talk about this because the podcast is so near and dear to my heart. But like I said, I can only go so deep with you on a podcast episode because we can, you know, absorb all the information, but there, there isn't any actual implementation when we just listen to a podcast, nor is there any type of individualized coaching or support or true human connection. We, we don't get to, to fully connect with someone and 
2020 has really shone a light on how isolated so many of us are more than ever before. So I am still going to, you know, you can still uh, sign up for my, my DIY podcasting courses. Those are still available. I continue to welcome new students inside. Um, I also work with a handful of private one-on-one coaching clients to navigate relationships, connection, and life transitions. Um, I've got some really, really incredible clients that I'm working with, and I only ever accept a really small number because I give my one-on-ones everything. <laughs> I, they, they get, uh, so much extra support and all of those things. I work very, very closely with them, but I wanted to offer another space where I could also cultivate more of a group element to really help to create more of those connections in between other people and to watch, you know, friendships and relationships bloom from that and to be able to learn and grow together too. So that is where I have come up with the room to grow mastermind, the room to grow mastermind. This is what I am most excited about. This is all about cultivating beautiful connections, just allowing you to see just what you are actually capable of that you've been resisting. And the mastermind is eight weeks long. And in eight weeks, you're going to go from confused, overwhelmed, and disconnected to bold, courageous, decisive, and confident within this mastermind. And there's a lot to this. So in terms of the curriculum, we're going through a variety of different things. We are going into compassion and how to deal with uncertainty, getting really comfortable with the unknowns because 2020 has thrown us a loop on that one. And I think all of us have learned that we have a long way to go when it comes to getting more comfortable with uncertainty, (laughs) managing expectations, uh, building self-awareness, tapping into your intuition and owning your choices, boundaries, communication, uh, using both of those to strengthen your relationships and giving you the tools to improve your boundaries and communication. How to build better connection. I'm actually teaching this entire concept that I've created around connection mind mapping, mapping to deepen our relationships with others, leaning in and being more vulnerable, even when it's scary, how to trust people on a deeper level, how to trust yourself more on a deeper level, building confidence, uh, fear, failures, successes, how to become more confidently decisive, forgiveness. All of these things are what we are going to be diving into deep on the room to grow mastermind within the room to grow mastermind. And there's so much involved with this. And what I'm so excited about is to be able to coach people through this. And the mastermind has already started to fill up. I'm capping it at a very small number. I'm thinking 10 tops because for this first round, I want to keep it super, super small and intimate, but the mastermind is going to be like the room to grow podcast on steroids because I'm finally able to offer a safe space and a container to go deep on the topics that I'm most passionate about. Everything from teaching you self-assessment tools that will help you navigate everyday life with more ease to the connection mind mapping uh, that will create deeper relationships with the people you care about most. Some of whom you may have not even met yet, because these are all tools that you can take with you moving forward as you continue to meet new people as well. And imagine having stronger, more meaningful connections and relationships, feeling confident, bold, using your voice to speak up, to ask for exactly what you need and want, 
having the audacity to make choices that feel good to you, even if others look at you and go, who the hell does she think she is? <laughs> and thriving instead of living in a constant state of struggling to survive and making it through, just making it through the day. Because life doesn't magically get better or change on its own. We know this. You have to make the big decisions to take the necessary action to make it happen. And that's what we'll be doing inside the mastermind, whatever those, those big decisions look like for you. So the room to grow mastermind starts on January 18th and the doors will not open again for several months. So you can sign up right away or you can book a call with me. I would love to jump on the phone with you to connect with you. (laughs) It's one of my favorite things. And we can have a phone call. You can tell me where you're at. We can make sure that you are going to be a good fit uh, because you might not be too. We we might not be a good fit for each other. And I, I believe so strongly in integrity. I have no problem turning people away. I have turned away many, many people over the years simply because I just knew that it wasn't going to be the exact right fit. And I always have your success at the top of mind. If I feel that I can't get you to where you want to go, I will refer you to somebody who can help you get there. If I think that I'm not that person. So all of the links are in the show notes. You can also jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com for all the details. Um, But the links to book a call with me and to check out the mastermind are all listed in the show notes. And I am just so grateful to have you here. Um, For anybody who has been listening to this podcast for a a long time. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for giving me your time. Um, For anybody who's new around here, I'm so excited to have you and to hopefully get to know you. Please reach out to me on Instagram to say hi. Uh, Drop me a line. I'd love to chat. I'm over at Emily Goff Coach on Instagram. Um, Let me know if any of this resonated with you or something that you are, are dealing with right now. Um, and if you could share these episodes, any episode that you listen to on social media, tag me. I would be so incredibly grateful because we all need more connection. We all need more connection. And that's such a beautiful opportunity for me to get to connect with you and to thank you for listening and for it to be able for this podcast to be able to reach other people who can really benefit from listening. So thank you so much for being here. I'm so incredibly grateful. It just, I, I'm, I'm even just so incredibly grateful for the, the podcasting platform itself. The fact that, that we have this, this medium where I'm able to speak into your earbuds is such an incredible gift. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I'm so excited to dive into season two. And if you want to say hi, if you want to connect, if you have any questions, please reach out to me over on Instagram. Um, and room to grow mastermind launches January 18th. So make sure to go and check it out. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. It means the absolute world to me. And I'm so grateful for any references in the episode and all show notes. Be sure to jump over to room to grow And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.